All right, I think we can finally make this happen in four, three, two. This one's going to be special, people. Monday, November 1st, 2021. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line. Three special guests. Let's start with the one that you know and love. Mr. Fermi, how are you on a Monday? Pretty good. We got some Monday Night Football, a little special edition podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Well, my heater just turned on, so if you can hear it in the background, let me tell you something. That's not the only thing bringing the heat. Two special guests. Let's go with one you should remember. Big Cat, welcome back. Big Cat is back. And also for this Maction Monday edition of the Anonymous Gamblers podcast, first time caller, long time listener, Mr. Zanz, how are you? Doing well, honored be a part of this Mensa meeting. Should we call you CZ or should we call you Zans? Your choice. Uh, depends how my picks go, but let's go with CZ to start. Outstanding. You can't be any worse than anyone else we've had on the podcast right now, so all I can say is that if you go 3-2, and two, you officially get the license to the podcast. So, this is your Maction special. So, run the ship, guys. Tell us what you're thinking, tell us what you're doing, and most importantly, Tell us who you're picking, because we need some W's on an opening Maction week. Well, I will tell you, Dr. Goose, we are really excited to be here. We've got, for anyone who doesn't know, Maction is a special time of the year. For the next four weeks, between the NFL and college, we get football every single day. Maction games, there will be five on Tuesday and Wednesday. And like Dr. Goose said, if we do well, we'll be back. Here's going to be the rundown. I'm going to take you through the names. Chris Z is going to take you through the analytics. He's also going to give you a weather report because if you haven't done match before, weather is pretty terrible in most of these places. So let's get right into it. Ball State at Akron. Chris Z, what's the weather report? Tell you what, weather's going to be chilly. The Midwest is cooling down. 38 degrees is a high. Slight winds, but clear skies. Yeah, so let's let's get into the players here. Ball State, four and four versus two and six Akron. I mean, one of Akron's wins is over FCS Bryant Powerhouse. I mean, please. Um, who do you need to know on Ball State? Drew Plitt. He's a quarterback. He's got eleven TDs. He's got eight of them to Justin Hall and Johannes Tyler. But you know, his yards are down. Ball State cannot run the ball. So you say they're a big favorite. How's that going to work? Well, let's just talk about Akron. Akron. They've got three quarterbacks. None of them play well. The only cool thing they have is people with names. They got Kenota Mumfield and John Zell Norris. Yes, they're on the same team. Chris, you take us inside the numbers. Well, while Ball State cannot run the ball, Akron cannot stop the run. They're pretty terrible at it. So I think we're going to see a good ground game action here. I think a lot of wasted clock, which is some plotting, running backs moving the ball down the field. Uh, looking at Akron's offense, they've averaged 14 points a game if you take out FCS, Bryant, and then Bowling Green, who's the absolute dumpster fire of the Mac. So really cannot move the ball. Like Fritz said, no, no QBs of notes. Uh, the last game, Akron QBs were 7 of 19 for 75 yards. They had about as many explosive plays as Fermi has good Achilles. Just a terrible, <laughs> terrible football. <laughs> Correct. Give it to us. Give us a prediction. <laughs> so, the line here was at 19 and a half. Ball State's the favorite on the road. 
which is unheard of. That shows you how bad the zips actually are. We like a cover there, quite honestly. Take the points, and we think 37 to 17, Ball State over the zips, and that's not going to even be that close. That's going to be some garbage time fourth quarter. John Zell Norris action from the zips there just to keep it that close. So that line would be at that lines that line would be at nineteen and a half. It's at minus twenty right now. So do you still recommend taking that ball state minus twenty? We, we like that line up to twenty and a half at least. Oh, okay. okay. Three tutties. And the under? You guys like the under? For me? I have the under circled there, yeah. So a thirty seven seventeen final is gonna hit the under fairly comfortably over on that fifty seven and a half, fifty eight, depending on your book. Fermi, what do you got on that? Anything or are you skipping this one? I am fading this game. I love the analysis, but I'm fading. I got a little little something for the, the Miami, Ohio, Ohio game. It is it is good analysis considering your legs did take us to a collegiate uh, flag football championship, Fermi. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, well that those were the days. Those were the days, Goose. The old, the old townie yeah. championship. Um, so we got another uh, another set of games here coming up here. Uh, Eastern Michigan, Toledo, or Miami, Ohio. Which one are you guys going first? We're going with the Battle of the Bricks. If you don't know what that is, that's Miami at Ohio. Um, let's just go first. The, the Red Hawks have won two in a row. They just beat defending champion Ball State that we just talked about. Ohio, they are on the struggle bus. They, they gave Frank Zolich a pat on the butt, and they handed over to Tim Elvin, and it has been bad. But they're losing, and they're losing close. Um, what you're going to see out of the Red Hawks, you're going to see a 2QB, Brad Gabbert, A.J. Meyer. They're, they're better with Gabbert. And they got K.O.M. Moise on the ground. The Wildcats, you know, they got, I'm sure, you know, Dr. Goose knows Amari Rogers, the UNLV transfer, but he hasn't done much. Curtis Work isn't doing anything, but they are a ground and pound team with Demontre Tuggle and O'Shan Allison. I know, I'm sure uh, Fermi's got his card. They've got uh, almost 900 yards on the ground. <laughs> same thing, give us to me. Give me some numbers. All right, a little weather here, same thing. Sub 40 degrees, not a lick of wind, partly cloudy, so safe for all facets of the offense. I got one number here that's a great stat, 225. I know that's not our mutual friend Grombo's average distance off the tee. That's how many yards per game the Ohio run defense is giving up. 225, that's bottom 20 in the nation. So while our friends uh, at Ohio Miami are not that great at running the ball, they really don't have a choice here. I think they're going to pound the rock uh, against slow game plan. And, like, you know, the cats at Ohio, who seems pretty bad when you look at the record and their sort of home road splits, they've been playing people tight, really tight. They just can't get over the hump. Um, they were up 21 nothing at Buffalo and couldn't hold on. So, you know, the talent's there. They, they can't really close. We don't think they close this game, but we think they cover we got 23-21 Miami of Ohio to win this game. Fermi? All right. So this one, I, I like I liked your, your pick, guys. So I'm on the under as well, and let me tell you why. Miami has been, them and their opponent, they have hit five out of the last six. They have hit unders. Ohio have been under the last five games. Miami is, runs up, is 106th 
in place per game. Ohio is 118th in place per game. I really like the under. I think this is a good old-fashioned pillow fight, low, low-ish scoring game, um, but I definitely think it's under 52.5. Final Tuesday game, Eastern Michigan at Toledo in the Glass Bowl. Toledo minus 9 over under 53. Gentlemen, what are we thinking? Well, when an eagle flies into a rocket, we get the same outcome as when our, our, our buddy Rummer the Homer sees Nick Sirianni t- on TV. Absolute explosions everywhere. <laughs> that is what we see happening at the Glass Bowl when the Rockets play. EMU, Cincinnati transfer Ben Bryant, he's been lighting up the offense. They've hit over 34 out of the last six starts. And of course, household names, Hassan, Bedouin, Dylan Drummond, those are, those are people that the Spokanians just love. Uh, Brian Hamilton's cousin and JMU transfer, Jawan Hamilton, hasn't really gotten it going yet. So I would say they're going to be they're going to be throwing the rock. It's a great defense that they're playing against. Um, you know Toledo, they've got they've got Brian Kobach. I think we've all we all know a little bit of Brian Kobach. And if you don't, well, that's on you. Guy you probably don't know about Daquan Flynn or Daquan Finn. He's the number two who is uh, you know they weren't getting it going for number one. Um, so they they're throwing him in there. Go back might get two hundred. You, know, you might see if Finn can take care of the ball in their line, which has been suspect this year, can hold up. You know, it could be an interesting interesting game for the for the Rockets. But I think uh, I'm going to hand it over to CZ to talk about the points we're getting here. Yeah, interesting stuff here. More mundane weather, 40 degrees, about 10 miles an hour of wind. So watch that kicking game, which I imagine has always got awful. Although I'll tell you, Toledo has a great kicker, Thomas Clucky. I can only assume as the heir to some chicken fortune. He seems to be drilling it, so he'd like that. Uh, other things to note, Toledo has the 15th ranked scoring D in the country, only giving up 18 points a game. And great stat for recency bias, the last nine times Eastern Michigan's traveled to Toledo, the Rockets are 8-1 and against the spread. So our friends there do not like going into the Rockets stadium. Uh, EMU does one thing well, they throw the ball around. Uh, Toledo's pass D is just okay, even though their scoring D is great. So I actually expect EMU to move the ball between the 20s, and they're probably going to stall out some drives because Toledo will just sort of bow their backs there, bend, don't break sort of thing. Um, Toledo's 8.5-point favorites over under 52.5. We like uh, Toledo here to cover with a final score of 35-24, to 24, and that's going to put them over as well. Ooh, firm. Yeah, Fred the pharmacist. Fred the pharmacist won't stop talking about this over too. I know you guys are going to talk to him on uh, on Saturday, but you'll have to you'll have to. It's not this. It's not this Saturday. It's not this Saturday. This Saturday is actually Action Jackson. We're bringing back uh, the under eighteen year old because he can actually pick winners. Um, <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to give this thing away. I'm telling you. Anyway, I tell you, you guys go three and two. We'll bring it back. You can have it. Uh, <laughs> Are you are you on this game or no? Is this a I am not on this game. I got one more for you guys. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go into Wednesday then. I don't know if I'm going to play anything. Um, you know me. I love overs. I'm a ham. If if you guys like that EMU Toledo over 7:30 p.m., I can do that. Once it's past 9:30 at night, I can't stay up anymore. I'm too tired. But that one, that that one's got my interest. Now I can tell you this much. I like. Both the overs on Wednesday, and I'll go into them why, but I'll let them go first. Northern Illinois at Kent State. Right now I see a live over-under of 66, and Kent State minus 3.5. Big Cat, take us through it. Well, we're, 
we're we're going to go back to our buddy Roma the Homer. He just will not stop talking about this game, and for only reason. It's not actually the game itself; it's the stadium. It's stadium for some reason. He loves that. Um, they are. Um, that's the uh, in Kent, Ohio. Um, Eighteen point uh, deficit against Chippewas. NIU Rocky Lombardi and Trayvon Rudolph brought him back with a deadly combo uh, passing and, and receiving. But as Fermi, Fermi is going to talk to us about Jay Ducker, so I'll leave that to him that he's tearing up the Mac. Uh, Dustin Crum, who's a 17th year senior, uh, well, that's just what it feels like since he's been, it feels like he's been at Kent State forever. He's going to sling the ball over the field from the Dante Cephas, Nikon Johnson, and, uh, you know, interesting stat here, Marquez Cooper is a, Xavier Williams and Crum have over 1,300 yards on the ground three games, so they can pound the rock. For sure. CZ? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be repetitive with this weather, but it appears the entire middle of the country is going to be 38 degrees in the middle of the week without wind at night, so uh, bundled up. But, you know, that theme is close to freezing temperatures. we got hard hands and hard balls, and uh, don't be nasty. And uh, a lot of running plays, right? Hard to throw the rock. Not even, they're not even good at that in general. But this cold weather, we see the plays start to just bog down, a lot of draws, a lot of eye formation. So uh, we're leaning unders here. We're leaning sort of game scripts. Um, some things out of Northern Illinois, they're sort of rolling right now. Kind of the class of the MAC, kind of really look like the best team, which is, you know, about as good as being the prettiest girl at Kent State sorority. So it's not saying much, but uh, they appear to be nice. And uh, we're going to roll with them here as the winner. Um, but we actually think Kent State's going to keep it close enough. It's, it's really a pick them with that four-and-a-half-point spread. Kent State's getting kind of the home advantage there. I think on a neutral field, it's probably Northern Illinois by a point, a point-and-a-half. Um, they are the better team, so we like their money line here, if you want to put that as part of a parlay. What's the, to- what's the, what's the total you got on that? What's the total you got? So you had called it, the total is currently at 66. We saw 66 and a half. I mean, that's a big number. Um, action can get crazy, though. You're talking about defensive touchdowns, punt returns, and things like that. I think offense to offense, we like the under. But if it starts going action crazy, then those points start piling up, you never really know. But we're leaning under here. The 66 is a lot. Uh, here, here's why I disagree. It's kind of my ideology on, like, the Wake Forest Army. Um, you know, Kent State can go fast if they want to. Now, the, the, it, it hasn't shown. Their rushing is actually 17th in the nation. But look at their overall defense. Total defense in yards is 123rd. Passing is 112th. Rushing is 117th. And scoring is, is 113th. Northern Illinois, awful on rush. 104th. 104th on points scored. 76 in pass and 96 in total. But again, their rushing is 10th. So you have two very good rush teams. 17th and 10th. Now, uh, Northern Illinois, awful at passing. I mean, 165 yards a game i mean that's like that's like me out of the box on the on the golf course horrible seriously and but kent state can pass the ball getting about 230 uh you know that's not great but it's like total yardage right and so i look at this as an opportunity for like if they load the box these guys are clearly if they get through that first level it's over and, and I think that there can be a lot of points scored fast in this game. So 66 to me is totally reasonable because I think 35-31 is right on par with what the line is. And even that's a push. If it goes to 67 or higher, I agree with you. I'd stay away. But it's kind of dropping, which I think it could get to 65. If it gets down there, I'm definitely taking the over. That's just my personal perspective on it. Fermi, you got anything with it? 
yeah, so I like Northern Illinois plus the points. I definitely think they can win Moneyline. Jay Duckers, correct? All 5'10", 185 of them. He's running hard. He's proven he can carry the load. He has close to 30 carries. I think he even went over 30 carries last week. Last two games, 183 yards, 210 on the ground. Um, so Kent State's run D, like you guys mentioned, it is bad. That is their weakness. They're also not good against the pass. But I think Northern Illinois just pounds the ground. They will run. They are going to slow this game down, in my opinion. Kent State is an up-tempo team. They're tenth in the, in the league or in the nation and in place per game. So I think Northern Illinois pounds the ground, rides Ducker, and they either win the game or at least cover. At the 16-and-a-half-minute mark, we have one game left to take us home. Central Michigan at Western Michigan. Nothing like a directional state game. Here we go. Western Michigan minus 10. Over-under right now. Oh, my goodness. It's gone up four points from 63 to 67. Gentlemen, what's going on here? It's going to keep climbing. You know, Kalamazoo, one of the great names of, of any, of any uh, school in sports. That's where we're headed. Before we even get there, let's really reflect back. CMU was so proud last night and on their own. Cooper Rush comes back with the Cowboys in a spot start and torches torches the Vikings. He, you know, CZ, any any other uh, players have the back for a touchdown in the last uh, 20 or 30 years? Oh, Antonio Brown, the pride of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy to think about. Um, you know, a couple things about the Chippewas. They've got a couple of exciting freshmen in their offense, uh, leading their offense, Daniel Richardson at QB, um, Lou Nichols the third at, uh, at running back. You know, CMU ranks as the number one, number 31 overall uh, in all of college football in yards per game. So they they really can uh, they really can move the ball. Weight collapse against NIU, but I think they're going to bounce back. You know, leading the receiving core is uh, Khalil Pimpleton. I think he, I think he might pop one this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know, we, we look at uh, WMU. I mean, Caleb Ellaby. If you're week three, 44-41 win at Pitt, it's a good, good ball club. Um, just hasn't really worked out over the past, um, you know, past couple weeks. You know, Sean Tyler and Ladarius Jefferson are going to be uh, pounding the rock. And Sky, that's two wise more, will probably be the one that will be throws to. CZ, give us some stats. All right, a little chillier here at 35 degrees, but not much wind to talk about. Uh, over under, as I saw it last, 66 and a half, but that had been climbing. Uh, we got the Western Michigan team here favored by 10 as well. Uh, I've got one more number to equate to something, 288. And uh, no, not Fermi's bowling average in his uh, <laughs> night league when he leaves his family. Uh, but that's actually how many air yards CMU has. They love to chuck the ball. Uh, my old least favorite coach from Fermi and I's Florida Gators, Mr. Jim McElwain, kind of has that offense humming. And when he's not scouring Lake Huron looking for a shark to cuddle, uh, he's really coaching him up there. So we appreciate that he's doing that. Uh, funny thing about the Western Michigan defense, they have top 30 metrics against the pass, the run, and total yards allowed in the country, but only the 80th best scoring defense. So something's got to give there. These are going to start to give up a lot less points. Those stats are a little skewed. It's like a guy in baseball, right, with a really low bat hit. Eventually those hits are going to start coming. 
Um, we're not sure it's this game, though, based on Central Michigan's defense, but I think future matching games, we want to keep that metric in mind. Uh, we like to shoot out here. This is one of the strong overs, even as that line climbs. I think we're comfortable with it for a while. Uh, Western Michigan to hold on, not cover the 10, though. At home, Central Michigan to maybe score something last minute to cover a little backdoor action. Uh, 30, 42-38, final score prediction there. I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Central Michigan certainly has a very good pass game. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Western Michigan has a very good uh, pass game. Central Michigan, 113th in total yards. Um, they're gonna, there's going to be some points in this game. Uh, I concur for me. And plus, again, Central Michigan can throw the ball as well. Um, they're actually a little bit ahead of Western Michigan, but I think Western Michigan's a more complete team. Uh, but I'd prefer that over than picking a side. For me? Yeah, Central Michigan, 8th in place per game. Western Michigan, 11th in place per game across the country. So should be up-tempo. I definitely see some points on the board. And, of course, that's just matching by definition. So this is going to be a good one. You know, it, it's true. We do get three straight weeks of football every single day, which is like the most glorious thing ever. Um, we'll still have our Wednesday night podcast headed into Thanksgiving for a big weekend. But I got to say, gentlemen, uh, you know, we, we set a new bar. And mind you, that bar is low. But we set a new bar every time we have guests on. But you guys have outkicked your coverage once again, man. Solid statistics, solid insight, great humor, um, perfect pitch, just pitch perfect references. Fermi, it's it's like we have to give the rights up to this thing at some point. You know what I mean? I think I lost Fermi. You broke. I got you now. I, I did lose you there for a minute, though. What'd you say? Did I just I, I the right. Did you hear? Did you hear any of the niceties that I said about these guys? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I just want to make sure that I don't have to repeat myself on that one. What, what I said is is that, I mean, sooner or later, we're just going to have to give up the podcast if we keep having these great guests on. If. I, if. 100% true. If, and Action Jackson's standing. He's just waiting in the wings, too. So That, that kid is going to go. We have some competition. Oh, my God. That kid's going to go 7-1 and one this weekend. It's not even going to be funny. Is that the kid who's getting a D-plus in calculus, Goose? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's got, he's got a B minus in pre-calculus. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta turn that thing around. Um, that's, it's funny you should mention that because my math is completely and totally off. Because I am sitting at uh, fourteen and twenty-one. Fermi, I believe you're what twenty-eight, thirty-one, and one. Yeah. Uh, and Grombo had a tough week. Let's just call it like it is, man. When you come on. You're going to get criticized if you're bad. Grom with a 1-4 and four week. Yowza. Yeah. I know, right? So, so, so let's get this We'll be back. Right, so let's get this straight. So it was Romer. Actually, it was uh, it, the sheriff actually went 0-1. He tried to do the, the, the one-hitter. He missed. Romes did the one-hitter, went 0-1. Totally missed. There's your bankroll. You guys have, how do you want to consider this? Is this five picks? You know what I mean? Is this ten? Because you guys have given us scores. Like, Give us your actual picks so that there's no confusion when we put this out there. All right. We're going to give, yeah, let's give them scores, CG. Run, yeah. run down the list. So it's, gonna be, it's, it's, it's essentially ten picks is what you're doing. Yes, yeah. Okay, let, lay them out there. Go ahead. All right, Ball State over Akron, 37-17. Miami over Ohio, 23-21. to 
Toledo over EMU, 35-24. Northern Illinois, pick em. In terms of the spread, we're just going to go Northern Illinois money line at Kent State over the 66 and a half. And Western Michigan CMU, well over. And CMU to cover that uh, 10 points they're getting. CZ, any final thoughts? Uh, just a 30-second uh, story about how Big Cat and I fell in love with the action. There was a sports book that shall not be named that put out a bet last year where you bet the over-under on missed kicks, turnovers, and safeties in a whole slate of action games. And the number was like 40. But you don't see that many of those things in three weeks of the NFL. And it was, I think, on one night of action. And it, the over-hit. And we got t-shirts, free t-shirts. You know, I got an XL that's a little snug. Big Cat got a Schmedium that certainly doesn't fit. And, uh, you know, it's, it's lights, camera, matching, and we've been hooked ever since. So we love it. We want everyone else to love it. And uh, after we go 10-0, and 0, I think we'll start our own podcast. I, I, no, no, yeah, no argument there. Big Cat, final thoughts. I uh, thought it was going to be our love of Derek Beer and Bowling Green, but I guess you're you know you're, you're calling out something that that really gets me all warm and fuzzy. Only thing I'll say, we talked about the NIU Kent State. Um, I think we like the under, although depending on where where the line moves, you know, if it's over, if it's sixty six, we're going under. If it goes down to sixty four, it might be a push or it might be an over. So, best of luck, best of luck, folks. Fermi. I'm dead. I have nothing else to say. This was a fun podcast. You guys did a did a great job. This is kind of the original thing where we talked about for me. We wanted very conference specific plays. So you originally did the SEC. I did a lot of Sun Belt and Big Twelve. Like this is beautiful. This is a strong addition to the Anonymous Gamblers podcast. So big shout out to the Big Cat and to CZ for coming on. Providing us with the humor. We're looking for 70% here. That's a nice little profit. We'll take 7-3. and three, But I'll tell you what. They go 10-0. and 0. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. You, they can have it at this point. So, we have a big weekend. Wednesday, we have our normal podcast. Mr. Furman and I will go all over all the rest of the games. On Saturday, we have Action Jackson. He's going to come on and probably give us some NCAA, but he's probably going to give us a lot of NFL, too. Following week, once again, we will have a matching podcast. Yeah, we'll just invite him back. We don't care about the record because we surely don't care about ours. Wednesday, we'll be back. And then Saturday, we're going to have Fred the Pharmacist on. What is going on, people? Well, I can tell you one thing that always happens. We always know that no matter, no matter how much money you put down, it's only a problem when you're losing. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a great week.